This week's Laser Time is brought to you by Nerdificent, an all-new pop culture comedy show from the How Stuff Works Network. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Laser Time, and I'm here to say, if a cow could, it would eat you and everyone you care about. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Internet's 400th leading pop culture show. We are really dropping right now. Uh, um, and this is, if you don't know what we do here, each week we choose a stupid topic. We run off and do a bunch of research. Probably grab you some stupid sound clips at the same time. This week, we're going to be talking about when animals attack. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Antista. Who else is with us? It's me, Sarah. Hey. Sarah from 302010. Hey, this is Sam. Hey, it's Sam, who's joined us on bonus time, which you can get at patreon.com slash laser time. Hi, buddy. Hey there. So uh, Sam, if for people who don't know, is one of my oldest, bestest friends, and we kind of grew up watching shitty movies together, oh, yeah. like a ton of them. Still do. Oh, yeah. And still do. And uh, was this in honor of the Meg? Uh, yeah, we started uh, thinking about uh, all the uh, animal attacks movies to watch. And of course, the first one that came to mind for me was uh, Deep Blue Sea. But then Sarah <laughs> was like, you should just save that for a shark week. And then we're like, oh, yeah, because the Meg comes week. out. Yes. The Jason Statham movie comes out later this summer. So. Right. Right. Which I still find astonishing just because, like, did someone have a new take on a big shark movie? I don't care. Let's watch it. Why are yeah. we doing that in 2018? Well, I assume they did. Like, they this... made one last year. They did? What yes, was it? with Mandy Moore. She's in a shark cage and the cable Open clips. Open Water 3. Oh, I think I saw and it goes down to the that. bottom and Matthew Mo- Modine is in it. And I'm super want to watch that movie. So let's do a shark week, y'all. Yeah, I guess nobody's done like an actual Megalodon movie or something before. I mean, they've done it, the Mega Shark versus ultraladon or something like that for like straight for sci-fi oh, okay um which is the only reason like the name even rings a bell for me but i i saw the trailer i'm like this looks fucking awesome yeah. but i'm also i'm also in a weird spot in 2018 we're like wow the, the rampage movie doesn't look stupid what's happened what's going on here guys None we're all in a sense. weird place right yeah. now none Let's of this just makes any cool. sense i just want to whatever i can do to avoid the news let me do that yeah. so if jason statham wants to t- Wants to roundhouse kick a giant shark. I'm in. I'm in. I, I will hope, do that. I hope that happens. I really do. Because everything in the trailer, he's like inside some sort of It's because he's invincible, or, man. Yeah. You can't stop Jason Statham. I think it's a metaphor for our current political climate. I think Jason Statham uses bullets like a laser point. The same, the same apparatus people use to get cans off of high shelves. That's what Jason Statham uses guns for. I can't do any better than his improv in Spy. That scene is fucking amazing. Oh, so good. <laughs> yes. Anyway, but when animals attack uh, I only remember Sam when we were really young I think Sci-Fi Channel was brand new and it makes sense that Sci-Fi Channel makes their original big bad monster movies but they did like an alligator attack marathon and we had like we watched some stupid alligator movie and I've since seen a a better one with Robert Faster from Jackie Brown. <laughs> yeah, you're um, talking but, about Robert Faster. But uh, the dirty, stinky, slimy gators thing that we used to repeat wow, from something. I can't remember that. Yeah, but I remember saying that, but I don't remember the movie. Me neither. But uh, like that's I don't know. Like the, like we grew up in I think the afterglow of the stuff that Jaws inspired. You'll always get animal attack movies throughout history, but like I think that there was some minor ecological bent to the stuff that came out in the 70s and early 80s. Yeah. Well, I think before Jaws, it was mainly like monsters, like made up monsters, like Creature from the Black Lagoon and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then once Jaws came out, it was like, 
oh, we have real-life terrifying mm-hmm. animals This, on I Earth. believe. Yeah. Let's try that. <laughs> well, and I was surprised when we went into looking, uh, you know, going back over old movies that we had seen before. I mm-hmm. expect them to all be reptile movies. And it was surprising. That's not necessarily the, the case. Spookiest. Well, yeah. I mean, I think people are kind of like a little bit biased uh, like against reptiles and maybe yeah. biased in favor of mammals. Um, yeah. If it scales, I impales. That's, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll come up with a better one by the end of the show. No, I apologize. No, that's the perfect one. Uh, Let's go that. with that. That'll do. <laughs> Cut and print. No, you're absolutely because there's very, you know there should be a bear attack movie, but there's not. It's called The Revenant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're right. There is one now. Yeah, because I love how stupid every single man versus bear fight scene is. But, like, yeah, but there should be a big fucking bear movie. There well, is some Alec Baldwin movie that I'm sure the it, was, it was total the shit. Yes. With Anthony they're Hopkins. Being, yeah, they're being pursued by a bear. I own that. it on Blu-ray. Okay. <laughs> well, there is a real-life bear attack movie. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I think you guys said you watched it. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, Grizzly mm. Man. Grizzly Man is... By Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. Take this audio that everyone wants to hear and destroy it. Yes. Never let anyone... anyone it. Did I tell you? I like. I meant to try and find that again, but it was like a fucking QuickTime file. The second I watched that movie 10 years ago in like a pre-YouTube world, I'm like, missing Grizzly Man audio. And I'm like... And someone's like, here it is. I found it. And I click on it, and it's just some guy doing the meanest... Faux gay accent. Oh, oh no! Stop oh, it, no. Mr. Grinch! Ow! Ow! The bear's biting me head. Ow. I don't know, I don't know why he talks like that. Stop it! But it's, 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 uh, I That's always, rude. I've watched that movie like three times. I think it's tragic. And I don't say that because I have a lot of sympathy for Timothy Treadwell mm-hmm. because he was a maniac, mm-hmm. but he was also depressed and despondent enough with culture sure. that he thought the only place for him was to go live with bears which he thought he was protecting you are not you are not protecting bears by habitualizing human human activity around bears sure. you, are hurt, you are hurting these bears in the long sure. run mm-hmm. and I'm surprised it took you this long to get really hurt I'm surprised they ate him <laughs> if you don't know how it ends it's, it's, yeah I mean it's a Werner Herzog documentary with a lot of footage because this guy shot a bunch of it he was on Letterman mm-hmm. a bunch um, but it's it's a real movie. Yeah, they take it from about 100 hours mm-hmm. of footage he took up in Alaska mm-hmm. uh, where he's just befriending bears, tr- getting along with them, air quotes there. It's fucking um, crazy because like a bear comes at him. He's like, no, no, you do not do that. And like you de-escalated a bear situation. Yeah. That was insane. Well, there's one scene in there because, um, I mean, the guy, he certainly was a fool. Uh, but there's yeah. a scene in there where a guy's like, well, you know. He was asking for it, and he got what he asked for. See, I'm, I'm like, jeez, I'm not quite. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not there. It's just like he he was doing a larger disservice to bears yeah. than yeah. he was doing something charitable. Well, I mean, I do think there were scenes in there where he talks about he was going to schools and teaching children yes. like about bears and how we have to protect them and stuff. And so I think in that he was doing a service to he was good ecological. The the movie reveals. Stuff. He was this close to the role of Woody on Cheers. So he's a failed actor. Yeah. Right. And he found another way to get attention. And he's not a scientist. Mm-hmm. He's not, I don't know, what do you call those people? who hang, a zoologist? A like yeah. he, he had no fucking knowledge of that. My dad is not a zoologist, but does some work with bears. I'm like, this guy's fucking crazy. What the hell is he doing? He's putting the bears and himself in jeopardy on a regular basis. Yeah. And we're from Florida. One of the mm-hmm. things we know is you don't feed alligators. Right. You don't feed alligators. So you don't want them to get comfortable with people because yeah. that's how people get bit by alligators. And that's how you, you lose. Know? That's how you lose a chihuahua. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or, worse. or worse. Well, I mean, we also have black bears in our community. And oh, like, come on, Sarah. This thing. again. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, 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 the first time I saw a black bear, we were driving through the Everglades and he walked in front of our car and stood on its hind legs and it was just like, I have no dick. I never want to mess with these animals again. Oh, like okay. seeing a bear stand on its hind legs, he didn't growl. He didn't do anything crazy. He just stood on its hind legs in front of our car and it was like the, the might of nature. I, I, never mind. I fuck off. I will fuck off forever, nature. I'm going to defend you. And oh God, it was, it was so scary. Yeah, there's one in, my, uh, in a tree in my parents' yard. Really? Yeah, they had to call the Wildlife Commission and they're just like, just, you know, stay inside. They usually come down at night and leave. Mm. I'm like, all right. And I, I did call out something I, I never get tired of calling out because I own a ton of it. Uh, we were watching a clip of The Jungle Book with my friend's daughter. I'm like, yeah, this really is a good movie. I'm like, it is. But I can't stop pointing out like bear in the fucking jungle. And that new Jungle Book movie <laughs> makes it look even stupider. There are no bears in the fucking jungle. Yeah. You, ever, you ever seen a bear? Like he's, he's basically wearing like a fucking, like 18 raccoon skin coats. He's not going to go <laughs> in, into the middle of like a 90 degree vi- environment. And like when you see the Bill Murray one in the new Jungle Book movie, I'm like, he looks very uncomfortable. <laughs> this bear would not be here. Yeah. Tell, prove me wrong, people. Comments at lasertimepodcast.com. If there's a better bear attack movie, I'm sure there is. And no, don't say The Revenant. That was that joke works once and Sarah already did it. Gotcha. <laughs> necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your stress. Oh my, there's a new contender in the field of pop culture silliness. Today's show is brought to you by Nerdificent, a new podcast from comedians uh, Danny Fernandez and Ify Wadiwe. It's a weekly dive into nerdy subjects that you didn't know you needed to know about. Whether it's mind-expanding frontiers of virtual reality or the surprisingly exciting modern renaissance of tabletop games, they'll take you from the origins into the surprising future of each subject. Which is just a fancy way to say they'll go down a bottomless Google rabbit hole and tell you about the coolest stuff they find. Nerdificent is produced by those fine people at the How Stuff Works Network, and you can find out more on nerdificent.com or listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Is the world of today getting you down? Well, then why not check in on some of the good stuff that happened this week in movies, TV, games, and more 30, 20, and 10 years ago this very week with our show 30, 20, 10. Here's a clip from 2008. This is crazy. Last segment, 10 years ago, Windows 98 releases. This year, June 27th, Bill Gates steps down as chairman of Microsoft to focus full-time on the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Bill Gates hasn't worked at Microsoft in a decade. That's crazy. I figure, I mean, once you get past $2 billion, it's a full-time job just to give it away. Yeah, after that, you have a mental illness if you work. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day because we had uh, a car show near here where, like, the featured car was a McLaren that cost a million dollars. And this guy just has a car that cost a million (laughs) dollars. And I just thought about what I would do with a million dollars that's not buying a car. Two men at the same Uh, time? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. And then after that, (laughs) like... Jump into the past with 302010 every Thursday on lasertimepodcast.com or iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have a favorite one, or is there? What do you think the first one is? Okay, well, there's two things. You know, since we were talking about Florida, there are two things that Florida has plenty of, and that's snakes and alligators. <laughs> and two movies that cover that really well are Anaconda and Lake Placid. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, both of those animals scare the ever living shit out of right. me. I, I've never gotten used to them, and all the time I've lived here, and they're 
all over the place. They're all over the place. Like I had that, I always tell that dumb story. Like I worked at a camp and then I went there when it was off season and I'm like, come on, we'll use a rope swing. And I did the rope swing, did a backflip off the rope swing, land in the water and just like eye to eye with an alligator. And it was a small alligator and it's just like he, more scared of you than he is. He's more scared of me than I am of him. We used to, when I worked at the camp, we would have to swim out to the dock and like bat them to get the alligators off because they would sun on the deck. Right. And we had to clear them off before the kids started to play. Like, that sounds like the most Florida thing ever. They're just like, eh, fuck you. This is our pond. <laughs> well, they all sound like Eric Cartman. Yeah. <laughs> no, Chrissy, no. Yeah, you guys are dicks. <laughs> We're just trying to set ourselves. Damn. <laughs> no, but like, as far as I understand, I mean, they're like, you know, ancestors of the dinosaurs and shit. But what makes them really scary is the same thing that made. Grizzly man, like what happened to Timothy Treadwell, sure. is that bears don't eat people, but when they get slow and desperate and they can't catch fish anymore, uh, and there's no children of theirs left to eat, which bears fucking do, yeah. they'll come after humans. Yeah, they'll eat oh, anything. Yeah. And so will alligators, but it's, it's sort of my understanding that alligators kind of just keep growing. If they don't die... They just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. According to Lake Placid, they do. That's for sure. (laughs) No, I think think it it is the case because we have a bunch of stuffed ones, like 16-footers. Remember old Joe's out there at Wakulla Springs? And a friend of mine got uh, attacked by an alligator in in middle school. Yeah. I don't know that. It was fucking crazy. Like, uh, let's just call him Dom. And (laughs) because it was horrible. I have not seen him since that one. He got attacked by an alligator over the summer, had the most boss scar on his shoulder because it just went snap like right there. Wow. We believe it's because there was a dog being walked like on the McClay, McClay Gardens I think is where, where it happened. Okay. Uh, and the, the alligator's after the dog. You can like see that from a mile away. He wants the little dog. But he got in the way and the alligator's like fuck it I'm hungry and he went for Dom. Uh, and then like he gets he's back in school and like one week and gets just plowed at a <laughs> at a crosswalk and hit by a car? By hit a by a car? car. Like, like while he's within, on foot? Within yeah. one year. While he's on yeah. foot at a crosswalk in front of a middle school. Oh, my Lord. And, like, and he just, I remember he walked back into class one day and he just looked at everybody and he just started crying and ran out. And I have never seen him since. Stop. I have never <laughs> seen him since. But how traumatized would you be in middle school if you were attacked by an alligator and hit by a car in the same fucking year? It would wow. seem like, why is That's life worth nuts. living? This must happen to everybody all the time. <laughs> what else is left? Oh, man. I want to say, Dom, this, you're very... Lucky, unlucky man. Like yeah. you, usually, people don't have those kind of stories. They yeah. don't live. Yeah, that's for sure. But as um, yeah, I haven't had too many uh, alligator run-ins. Like sometimes I'll go like jogging near the house, and you know, mm-hmm. there's a lake not that far from the house, and I've seen them like on like a trail if it's like very sunny. They'll be coming out for you know just to warm up in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I've never been like attacked by one. Well, um, we, when we I went to camp and we would like rub their bellies and. <laughs> I know I've told that story here. It's a very here. Florida thing to say. Well, it was it was it was run by the Fish and Wildlife Foundation, but they'd bring a gator out and like yeah, yeah, they used to be roadside attractions. Like, watch me hypnotize this gator. I'll flip him over on his belly, make him go to sleep. Like, no, that's because his brain sits in like a pad with like a bunch of extra room and you flip him over, his brain basically falls to the other side of his head and like bashes itself unconscious all, poor like alligator all brain. these all these alligators have CT uh, CTE yeah. is that it but it's it's the yeah. it's the new footage i keep seeing cuz i alligators are pretty ubiquitous around florida where yeah. i grew up but 
that golf course one that like that just looks like a dinosaur. That yeah, it looks like it's a dragon. Does not look yeah. real at <laughs> yeah. all. And I love the best part about that little mm-hmm. clip is the family of deer in the background that are yeah. also just looking with their mouths yeah. open, yeah, like yeah, what like, the fuck? Should we run? I, like, I don't I, know. I'm Son so of a bitch. confused. <laughs> I don't want to miss this. Let's stay. Let's check <laughs> it out, man. <Bambi>. The, <laughs> the deer are looking at the golfers, like you guys seeing the shit. <laughs> and there's another one where two of them are fighting on it. I've seen that one. And like their teeth are flying out. It is crazy. Yeah, they're fighting. Over, I don't know territory or whatever, but right like in a golf course pond mm-hmm. or right it's, next it's to it. How yeah. a gator wow. will kill you? It'll usually bite you and then flip over and drown you and try and break all your bones. Yeah, okay. and I think alligators do kill humans. It's just rare. Yeah, there was a the terrifying the mm-hmm. Disney one that just happened. Usually like, a baby, but not truly tragic and terrifying. Yeah, but that is one of those things you learn oh, living around here. Is I'm, but now I, the kid's a Disney legend. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things you learn is like I, you don't just jump in some random fresh. Uh, Body of fresh water. Never. I mean, that's, that's why I prefer the ocean. Yeah. No exactly. alligators. Yeah. No okay. alligators. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Lake Placid, I think, getting back to the movie, is like one of the many reasons why I refuse to go swimming in like lakes because. This summer, the Earth's oldest creature has just found a new home. Lake Placid. That also that fucking amoeba that'll swim up into your nose and get into your brain. We could do a whole nother episode about that. (laughs) Damn, I'm not into that at all. But yeah, Lake Placid, we so we watched a lot of movies in preparation for this, and that was the one that I found actually the most enjoyable. Sure. The cast list on it is surprisingly impressive, to be honest. I mean, who we have on there? Yeah, there's Bill Pullman from Independence Day. Love him. Everybody knows who he is. But and then uh, Bridget Fonda, one of the movies in her later career before yeah. she retired. Uh, there's like Oliver Platt is mm-hmm. like the safari-ish guy, the, the crocodile expert. <laughs> Love him. Uh, was it Brendan Gleeson mm-hmm. from Mad Harry Eye Potter? Moody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that And one. Meredith Salinger, Pat Oswalt's, Oswalt's uh, wife. Oh, okay. New wife, yeah. She's a, I was like pleasantly surprised to see her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's uh, much more uh, entertaining than I remember it. I hadn't seen it in a long time and it holds up uh, pretty well compared to most of the animal attack movies from really like the nineties and well, whatnot. Well, I mean, it has a great. Sc- I mean, it was written by Aaron Sorkin. Was no, no, really? not Aaron Sorkin. Uh, David E. Kelly. Oh, I'm sorry, David yeah. E. Kelly. That's oh, the, right. The fucking practice guy, like Ally yes. McBeal, all that stuff. The yeah. poor man's Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> yeah, he only did also it. rich. Still yeah. not terrible though. Yeah, yeah I mean, Ally McBeal. I was into that practice. Loved yeah, it. he only did a handful of feature films. Like because everything else he did was like on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was like really and Betty White is oh, in right, it right. too. Speaking of she feeding. No, no, but she's the one that has been, you know, spoiler alert, like feeding the uh, crocodile. Okay. Or plural. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The whole time. Yeah. And she's the one that's like been keeping this guy growing the whole time. It's, it's a great movie. It's like I don't know. It's a really fun one. It's very entertaining. It's pretty short, too. I think it only yeah. came in at like 80 minutes or something like I mean, that. Crocodiles, by the way, pro tip, the more aggressive ones you want to look out for. And you can yeah. see them in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Like, like fucking oh, yeah. Spielberg yeah. threw them some meat and they roll around in it and rip it apart. That, that was in the movie. That was like my first real introduction to uh, <laughs> crocodilians. Gator horror. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed at the end, too, though. Like, they apparently called up... 
apparently. I watched it. In the end, they called up the Florida Fish and Wildlife people to come yeah, help no, deal okay. with it, and they were useless. Yeah. Oh, come on. Well, they, they were worried because they wanted to capture it, the crocodile, alive, and they were worried, oh, the Florida people will just shoot them. Like, well, you kind of got a point. That's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. what they're going to do. I mean, that's kind of, again, <laughs> our state either. motto. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I mean, my dad, like, when they first came out with camcorders, he would, like, bring it out and, like, this is the thing we have to do, and it's sort of like to thin out the alligator population. So they go out like literally in a fucking airboat and a camcorder yeah. and like annihilate the gator population. Well, yeah. now they have they have certain times of the year or every couple yeah, of years they it, do something like that. Sure, it's and it's all based on like how high the population gets. But otherwise, it's they illegal allow as civilians shit. to hunt alligators. Yeah, otherwise or, it's yeah. illegal as shit to shoot a gator. Right, you have to have like right. you know, I, my dad. In our garage had posters that said just a picture of a gator and said. Do not molest. I'm like, let's do one more pass on this poster. I'm it doesn't need a have, copy of one of those. It doesn't have to say this. Do not molest. I work with like, a lot like, of... Don't molest me. Do not molest. Like, way ahead of you. Like, well, here's a Florida joke. I work with a lot of people who graduated from the University of Florida. I'm mm-hmm. going to need a copy of one of those posters. <laughs> Which I believe, by the way, he also... When he went to UF, uh, he tested Gatorade. And that's why they call it Gatorade. Yeah. Right. They did their... That's why FSU drinks Powerade. All sport, all the way, man. Sport. That's why for the Georgia Bulldogs, yeah. every roll tie hey, or that's something. My no favorite SEC small. team. So we can talk football. For I don't know too. what I'm talking about. I can do it all. <laughs> <laughs> but Lake Flash said, "Wait, what was the other one you were?" I referred to Anaconda because. <laughs> so Anaconda mm-hmm. that references another uh, thing we have plenty of in Florida is snakes, but not so much anacondas. Now you will get some like exotic, large like pythons and stuff, but those are all in South Florida, and that's from people buying exotic pets and saying. Like, dealers. Well, I don't want the snake anymore, so I will dump it in the fucking Everglades, and it's a real problem. You're free, yeah. anthrax. It's Go yeah. live. It's mainly drug dealers, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> All right. Farewell, DMX the snake. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice while it lasted. DMX the snake. Holy shit. That's what we're naming your new car, Chris. <laughs> My, my blood is dark and hot. <laughs> Sorry, I messed it up. Never mind. <laughs> but Anaconda, it, like, still, like, I, I hate the movie. It's, it's, it's kind of bad. It, it's it's so bad, and, and just of all these movies, and Lake Placid somehow didn't fall in this trap. The effects aren't bad. Like they don't hold yeah. up. They don't show the gator enough to have the effects. Yeah, it's only there for a few scenes. I feel like it doesn't show up until like later on in the movie and in Anaconda. It looks awful, and it's yeah. it's one of those things. If I ever get really bored, I'll do a, a little, like mid nineties effects. My when you watch the Lost World, we were yelling earlier about the Jurassic Park sequels all right it's not so much that like the the gator the 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 dinosaurs look bad it's the fucking fake dust and leaves they kick up like look horrendous yeah in an anaconda especially like anything that like the snake interacts with looks horrible right like anytime it tries to move around like they try and like make a branch move like this looks ridiculous yeah (laughs) this this is a different tree (laughs) right and and the movie they're there's no real like likable characters in it. I feel like you never really mm-hmm. get to like Despite root for anybody. The craziest cast of all time. I know it's yeah. got like Jennifer Lopez, who has like no eyebrows, as I recall. <laughs> it looks really weird because I know she has them in real life. Eric so, Stoltz for two seconds. Yeah, really. It, well, yeah, he's in it. He's supposed to. You think he's going to be like the main guy, and then he gets like stung in the throat or like swallows like this poisonous wasp mm-hmm. thing. So he's kind of out of action for like ninety five percent of the movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Owen Wilson. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, Big ass snake. Oh my yeah. god. John Voight. Yeah, John Voight, and wow. then Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube is in it as well. Yeah, it's it's kind of like an Ocean's Five. Like, <laughs> I can't believe all these people are in one movie. Yeah, I feel like it was one of Ice Cube's first like non like rapper type roles or something. You know, having Coin to do the term. With the hood. Oh hell nah. They <laughs> were right in that movie. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I think like you know his only like sort of classic Ice Cube sort of like line is like at the end. I think when they're like, killing the snake and he's like, "Oh, bitch," you know, something like that. <laughs> Uh, but totally necessary, toe. totally necessary. <laughs> the snake was the but lady. John Voight is like the most annoying part of the movie because he does this terrible like South American accent. First of all, he looks like he's John Voight. He doesn't look like he's from South America at all. <laughs> he and he, he just, looks like I. He looks more like he turned at the Republican National Convention because he, exactly. he will. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, throughout the movie, it's just, he's just this accent. He's got this like grimace on his face in like every scene, and it's just I, I, I can't really describe it. You'd have to to see it, but just the accent is just almost like. You know, it's like you want to catch a forty-foot snake. No, that's not right. It's like it's too British. Yeah, you're right. More Scarface. I'd have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah a, there's a great YouTube video on like Anaconda, the best of John Voight. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It could be dangerous. Could be dangerous. Loco, even. What yeah. ponytail? Holy poli- ponytail! You need protection. It's been a long time. Since I had a woman. <laughs> Dare you presume to order me about? Presume. I you like I presume to throw you on the river. You like that presume? So, yeah, the I, accent is not great. I have so, no problem yeah. with his accent, Ming. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Oh, catch a 44 snake. It's not so easy. Well, remember, I'm, the Al Pacino accent was not yet very embarrassing because Scarface was a very popular poster at Spencer's Gifts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it yes. was. At, at this, at 1997? Is it 97? Uh, I believe so. I'm dying to know what he watched to get that to get to yeah. that accent. I, I mean, it has to be Pacino and Star- yeah, Scarface, I think, right? I think he watched Scarface 20 years ago. That's where he got that accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, he's the worst. Did Lake Placid ever team up with another monster in... You know, I'm pretty sure. So there are like multiple Anaconda sequels, and I've not seen any of them. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up, and there is an Anaconda versus Lake Placid. I Holy think it's a, on a, a Sci-Fi Channel movie. I've not seen it. I kind of want to. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please vomit up John Voight again. Oh, winking. Yeah. Swallowed and thrown up. <laughs> more animals. More animals attacking people. <laughs> yeah. And I, I did. I don't know. It's not on here, but it's one of my favorite bad ones, and it's all on YouTube. Is Day of the Animals just that it contains a, a, a very sincere performance by Leslie Nielsen before everyone found oh. out his, his his thing is comedy? But Day of the Animals is all about like every animal in the woods turning on humanity. My father, who art in heaven, you made a jackass out of me for years. It's never been you for me. Melville's God, that's the God I believe in. You see what they want? You- Take it! You take it! And I'm going to do just that. And, and Leslie Nielsen goes mad with power, decides he is the boss of the group, rips off his shirt, tries to have his way with one of the ladies. Uh, he is rebuffed. A bear comes up and he decides, come on, let's do this! And like, <laughs> seriously fights a bear to the death. And he, it's his death. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. His, his death. Yeah. But Day of the Animals, and fucking then, crazy. We, we wow. saw a, a, an awesome marathon in the Castro Theater. Um, what year was that movie? Uh, late, I would say late 70s, so 78. He, and then he eventually was discovered by the Zucker Brothers or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like in the early himself. 80s. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then um, Phase 4 
is one of the weirdest ones I've ever seen. It's I think the only movie ever made by like the Star Wars cinematographer, but it's hmm. it's ants. Ants. Cool. It's all not giant ants. Regular ass ants. Uh, regular ass ants in a science. I want to say a science museum. No, in a, a science terrarium of some kind. There's experiments being farm? done on, on ants. <laughs> uh, yeah, big ass <laughs> ant farm. Phase four. Yeah, I haven't seen it forever. Well, since you mentioned ants, that's another um, thing we have in what? Florida. Not just ants, but what I was going to get to was spiders, mm. which is another oh, yes. movie we watched, which does not hold up so well, and that's arachnophobia. Nope. <sighs> we talk Ooh, about it on a bonus yeah. time. I yelled yeah, at yeah. for yes. being the death of Roger Rabbit. You can go yep. listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, because um, that is a Jeff Daniels movie, uh, and had a surprise appearance by John Goodman. I forgot. He plays the exterminator. Dude, they marketed him as like the star of the movie. Yeah. And he's barely in it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, and it's I, not good when he is. I remember seeing, yeah, I know. he's His character it just doesn't work. It's kind of annoying. But I remember what you're talking about mm-hmm. when I saw a trailer for it in the theater, and it was just like, you know, they listed him as like 300 pounds. And, you know, and an exterminator. And I'm like, but Good he's like, a, he's a very minor character in the yeah. movie. Really, he only shows up in a couple of scenes. I feel we like. hadn't had yeah. King Ralph yet. We wanted, a, we wanted oh, John God. Goodman to star in something. <laughs> we wanted it now. Yeah, Arachnophobia. It was a movie that was like really hyped to me when I was a kid. And again, if you've listened to Bonus Time, you'll mm-hmm. know I was a very fear, fearful child, oh, which took me company. out of like seeing a lot of horror movies growing up. So when we watched it kind of recently, that was the first time I ever saw it. And I was like, this. I think one of your Venezuelan spiders hitched a ride here. There may be some spiders around here that are very dangerous. Dad, chill out. Just run. They spread out from a central nest in a web-like pattern and dominate the entire area. When that happens, this town is dead. Better uncork my private stock. Rock and roll! Eight legs, two fangs, and an attitude. Arachnophobia. A thrillomedy. This is what I was scared of. Like, yeah, it's, it's Spielberg trying to make like the Gremlins, but with real spiders. Yeah, and the scariest thing about it is that, that one flashback of Jeff Jeff Daniels. Like, wait, not Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing that happens to him with the spider walking across his face or something like that. The thing that he, the reason why he's afraid of spiders. Okay. That sequence is the most terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe I was a kid at the time. That helped, too. Right. It's just weird because the whole, like, last act of the movie is Jeff Daniels alone in a basement just, like, acting against spiders. Like, it's just him. Yeah, exactly. They do use real spiders in the movie, I know. They're from some other country. They're, like, I think they're completely, like, non-venomous. They just look creepy or something like that. Like our banana spiders. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen banana spiders, they're fucking terrifying. I know. Yeah. We did talk about this on bonus time. One of the creepiest things you can do is kill a pregnant spider. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Terrifying. Which is a huge plot yard. point in the movie, too. Yeah. Anyway, so one of the things that uh, we were talking about before that I couldn't remember is like, why is Jeff Daniels a thing? <laughs> I mean, uh, something not, wild? That, well, I mean, for us, because, mm-hmm. but I'll, and I'll get to that, but I mean, I can't think of anything like really big that well, Jeff Daniels. Dumb and Dumber. Dumber, is, is Dumber, like Dumber. And then they were like, and he was also in Speed, the movie you saw before that. I'm like, he was. Yes, okay. he was. <laughs> I didn't he, recognize was him in that. Yeah, he yeah. got, like, I think, got, shot in the leg by Keanu Reeves early on and then got later murdered. blown the fuck up. Yeah. Like, like, so by he's like one trap. of the bad guys? No, one of the no. good guys. He got killed by one of Dennis Hopper's booby traps, like, halfway through the movie, Oh, I think. okay, okay. But, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, watching Arachnophobia, like, it looked like they were trying to sell us, sell him to us as like 
maybe Tom Hanks, like kind of a goofy looking guy, I not necessarily it. like a full snack, yeah. but like <laughs> a like an Aryan Tom Hanks. Yeah, like <laughs> a funny dad like heartthrob. The ladies don't want to really. fuck him, but they want to spend more time with him. Yeah, yeah. like th- that's who you would choose and fuck Mary Kill. That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'd have to marry JD. <laughs> JD. That's what we call him. In. Oh, okay. And murder yeah, John Voight. Yeah, definitely murder. John obviously, Voight. obviously. <laughs> Uh, but Chris mentioned um, uh, something wild, and that's uh, an interesting movie that uh, Jeff crazy. Daniels was in because uh, they, have, you know, they don't film a lot of uh, movies here in Tallahassee. They filmed mm-hmm. like uh, like Recount with Kevin Spacey, other stuff. I can't uh, <laughs> because, because they, had, they had to. Yeah, yeah. they had to exactly. They shot here. Tallahassee for Philly. Yeah. Like, I ran into him and Bob Balaban in the airport at the, at the Delta Lounge yeah, because they were on there. We just happened to be flying back in when they were. And, the uh, Bob Balaban. I'm yeah. so much more oh. excited about Bob Balaban. <laughs> yeah. The well, off, he yeah, is the I mean, best. So far, until some other oh God. accusation please comes up. Please don't take Bob Alabama <laughs> no, from us. No. Please don't take him. He's too small compared to human sexual assault. Yeah. Hi, I'd warmly like to ask you if I could please maybe like touch you against yeah. your will. I don't I'm know into that. it. Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> maybe. Let's go. <laughs> but uh, this movie, uh, Something Wild, it was a Jeff Daniels and Melanie Griffith movie from like the late 80s. Animal here, Ray Liotta? Yes. Oh, yeah. Ray Liotta is in it, too. And it's one of the weirdest movies because I've never seen a movie like this that I can recall off the top of my head. But it goes from like... Romantic sort of adventure yes. movie to full blown fucking thriller like halfway yeah. through the movie. It is the, one of the weirdest no, things I I've ever think seen. Think of like audition when that horrible movie audition that oh, starts out as a romantic comedy of yeah. a producer yeah. trying to cast his perfect wife who then ends up with her hiding him in a bag and binding his feet. Yeah, um, yeah. but this, yeah, this cutting is out real limbs brutal. with piano wire or something that was like a total. But you're you're right. Because tonal- I watch this movie all the time. It has a great Criterion edition that yeah. came out recently. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like Criterion. It was one of Jonathan Demme's first movies, I believe. Mm. Like, he went on to make Silence of the Lambs and all yeah, that, yeah, all that great stuff. And but yeah, it's it's very weird that he fell in love with the little town that we're from. Yeah, and shooting. It. <laughs> yeah, the last time we'll see mom and dad's restaurant. Yeah, yeah. That'll probably bring us on to this uh, an old '80s classic, uh, Cujo. Nothing that lives in the imagination. Is more frightening than the terror that lives in Castle Rock, Maine. Cujo? I've never Stephen seen King book. Oh, really? Seen it. No. Okay. Wow. Okay. It's based on uh, Stephen King's book, obviously, mm-hmm. during probably the height of his cocaine snorting, <laughs> alcohol binging writing. <laughs> yes. Where I think even he claims he doesn't remember a lot of uh, the, you know, writing a lot of the stuff. Don't remember writing the it. ending to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish he, had, you know. <laughs> Was off the sauce when he was writing one part of that. Such but, power yeah. to yeah. get that published. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nice. But Cujo obviously is the story of um, uh, uh, Saint Bernard that gets uh, bitten by a bat but and that's gets the rabies. Most helpful dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not, not when it has one. rabies because yeah. it got bit by a bat and goes kind of shit house. Yeah. And most of the movie, it's like uh, I always forget that it's like sort of a claustrophobia movie because mm-hmm. it's. I think it starts out it um, kills a couple of people and then gets this woman and her child trapped in a car for like three days, like during like a heat wave. Jesus! And every time they try ah, to get the out, the dogs turn the tables. Yeah, you didn't yeah. even roll down the oh, windows a little bit. I didn't even think about that, but <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. Exactly. It's it's really interesting because like the dog, you can tell they're just. 
they just basically just put a bunch of slop on his face to make him look like rabbit as shit and then just did a lot of like foley work and stuff like that to make him seem like you know really like ravenous yeah and you were telling me something like about them having to tie down the tail yeah so uh i was reading up a little bit about it because <laughs> this is like He's such a happy boy I yeah know, exactly because they're saint it's saint bernard. bernard it's not gonna like bite your dick off they're I mean. the goodest boys and they love everything <laughs> they bring you booze yes yeah. and when so you crash while ski the tr- <laughs> <laughs> The trainers had to actually like tie down their tails with fishing wire because they would wag them. To, they would wag their tails too much, like in the wow. scenes, because they just—they're the goodest boys. Yeah. they can't help it. So, but I mean, and if you think about it, you can just do it if you do the sound effects correctly, because it's really there's parts where the dogs trying to like get in into the car, and you can tell mm-hmm. it's probably just somebody on the other side of the car, yeah. like hey, boy, hey, boy. waving yeah. a tennis yeah. ball at him. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and if you, waving if you, a sausage. Yeah, <laughs> if you overdub that with like, you yeah. know, it sounds—it looks totally believable. You want this cat brain? No, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. This is like w- the only movie. Well, that's not necessarily true, actually. We watched a lot of these movies in preparation, and with the exception of maybe the spiders and arachnophobia, but even maybe that, I cited on this side of the animals every single time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and especially in this one. Yeah. <laughs> even in Pet Cemetery. We didn't, we didn't watch, watch that. that. It's been that, a while. That's, that's more, that's not about an animal. I, I didn't see it until a year ago. I've never seen it. It's about so. an undead kid or something. It right? is. Yeah. Who gets buried in the cemetery where mostly pets are buried yeah. to bring them back. Rough. Well, no, that's not what it's about. But, but yeah, it's not about, <laughs> even though there are some animal attacks, it's mostly yeah. about this fucking kid. Yeah, because it starts out, I think, where they, they put the cat there and the cat comes back. Mm-hmm. So like, the very next day. And the, <laughs> <laughs> and the kid has some weird name like Gage. Or something like that. <laughs> Which it makes it a little bit creepier. Like, <laughs> my name is Edge. <laughs> the Edge? Name, that's where you started. My name is Gage. I shred the gnar. <laughs> okay. And then the last movie that we watched was uh, a mid-90s movie called Congo about um, killer apes in Africa, basically. How intelligent are they? See, they're smart. They're too damn smart. Watch out! Go! Oh, we're getting out of here. What about them? Put them on the endangered species list. From the best-selling novel by the author of Jurassic Park. The myth of the killer ape is true. Congo, where you are the endangered species. Killer apes, that's a myth. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which is a whole line from the movie. uh, (laughs) Which I haven't seen in a while, but we streamed the game in honor of its 20th anniversary and like... Movie has a ton of fans. Like people still give a fuck. Like it's it was better than I remember it because I had like dismissed it as complete shit like years ago. And we finally watched it and it's like because it's the first it's the first wave of like Jurassic Park was so big we're gonna adapt anything Mike, Michael Crichton's ever done. Right. Climate and, change denier Michael Crichton. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yes. can't let that escape. Yes, killer robot denier Michael Crichton. Yeah, and I think Westworld. he was, I know what he was up. To. <laughs> I think he was originally slated to direct it because they wouldn't let him use like real gorillas, only like, you know, people in suits and stuff like that. I He's need like, real gorillas. <laughs> I don't That's know how why. he sounded. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> but it's basically a story I'd forgotten a, a lot of the details, but it's basically um, the scientist uh, has like taught this um, gorilla to talk through like sign language and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's really annoying because the gorilla wears this like, I don't know, 
motion detecting glove thing that will translate the sign language into speech. Plays Rad Racer. And it sounds like a kid. It sounds like ugly gorilla. Go away. <laughs> it's like it's really old, really fast. But anyway, she's doing all these paintings. So it's a glove that makes him sound like Ira Glass. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. Give me know. that glove. <laughs> and I wanted a banana, and then I had yeah. an epiphany. <laughs> Act two. Yeah. Act two. Rip balls. Big job. <laughs> Tear arms off human. <laughs> Throw feces at glass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll never come on the show now. Oh, <laughs> man. We met him. Yeah, we got that picture with him. Yeah, I know. Why we did what we could. Um, <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, the scientist, let's not forget, is Laura Linney. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. This, I'm talking about the, the guy with the curly oh, hair. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm well, Shaft is in the movie, too. What? Bridget Roundtree. No. <laughs> no, he's not. No. Yes, he is. No, you're thinking of Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters. He's yes. in it. And speaking of which, what it's really, it's, I swear to God, is there any Hudson? We just watch it. Later. And who is the guy that's like the African envoy in the Congo? Who, uh, what, Tim Curry? Re- no, he receives him at the house and he gives him tea. Oh, uh, Del Ray, Delroy Lindo? Yeah, yeah. That's, who it is. that's who I thought you were thinking. But of. yeah, Ernie Hudson is in it as like their, um, I want to say like safari guide or whatever, but he talks with kind of um, this like British accent, but he's not really trying very hard. Mm-hmm. So he just sounds kind of like a. British safari man, but not really, you know? And I'm like, I don't know why he talks like that. They never really explain it. Yep. But it's, um, so they're basically yeah, trying. to George of the Jungle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they're trying to take this uh, gorilla back to, because she's doing these, you know, she's just like in captivity and like traumatized. So they're going to take her back home where she's from when they think it's like somewhere in like the Congo. And while simultaneously, Laura Linney is this ex-CIA person. She's like now working for this corporation and they need to get these diamonds to use in their communication satellites or something like that. So she's kind of like piggybacking on their operation while like not totally divulging uh, why she's going. Mm -hmm. And it's just a little bit ridiculous because they go into this like country, like as soon as they get there, like the president gets of the, uh, you know, Republic of the Congo or wherever they are, uh, or Zaire, um, gets killed. And so it's all, everything's an upheaval. So they're trying to get in there by plane and like people are shooting at their plane. Like multiple planes get shot down during the movie. And I was just kind of like, don't you look at like State Department advisories or something? How the hell did you do this? Like as soon as you got there, it's like total shit. Um, and so most of the movie is them just trying to kind of to uh, travel to this like lost city of Zinj where, um, you know, the monkey is, or the ape is from. And uh, where the diamonds also are. And it's like. According to. Yeah, Tim Curry. Tim Curry, Tim Curry is yeah. also in this, and this is probably one of his lesser roles. No, Tim <laughs> Curry. What accent do you use? Uh, English. Yeah, exactly. No, he's where's he he's supposed to be from Romania or something like something that, or Hungary like that, or whatever. Yeah. At one like, point, he almost calls Ernie Hudson the N word. Oh yeah, he almost drops the N bomb on him. Yeah, crazy. we had to rewind it. It was like, what? What did that almost actually happen? Yeah, yep, it yep, did. That's a thing. Um. But yeah, he just, uh, his accents are kind of like, the lost city of Zinj, the diamonds, you know, mm-hmm. just like that. It's, 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 it's not great on Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, but they spend most of the movie trying to get to this lost city. They're basically like, just like Lord of the Ringsing their way, like through Africa. Yes. Um, yeah, that's and the they, best way to put it. Yeah, they finally get there and there's like 20 minutes of the movie left or something like that. Yeah, and, it's kind of, it's a real journey, definitely. And yeah. along the way, you've got this ape that comes with Dylan Walsh best known from Nip Tuck I think probably okay. <laughs> he's from the Doctors of Nip Tuck I, I only want to say Andy in the Cupboard because I never hear anybody talk about how good that movie is great book great movie he was movie. in that too I think so he's a cowboy <laughs> okay um, <laughs> I think so I could be wrong I definitely read the movie and, and or read the book and saw the movie you read a but... movie <laughs> well we do because we have subtitles on everything because we're old and we can't hear but um, <laughs> 
But uh, the what's the name of his ape friend? Uh, Amy, I think. Amy, that's right. She's like so expressive in her face. It's kind of creepy. It's like half person, half ape. Yeah, they're they're totally. I think taking like the Ninja Turtles route the original ones with like the remote controlled faces but like human people inside the suit yeah definitely because yeah. she's really expressive and it's kind of ridiculous because it's like it kind of feels like they're supposed to be treating this like these are actual apes but then there's like a scene where she like steals a cigarette from someone and is or a cigar and oh. is smoking it and he warns her don't inhale amy and then she orders a martini on the airplane <laughs> yeah, well, and no, then they, drinks they, it <laughs> holding the martini glass which I can't even do without spilling it. So if we're to believe that an ape on a private jet is doing it, yeah. well, they give it to her. That's to, my first problem with this movie. Yeah, and they give it to her to calm her down. Apparently, and I'm like, I mean, it's uh, true. Okay. A good martini will calm your nerves, but. <laughs> But they spend all this time getting there, and they get to the, like, the Lost City, and then, like, kind of, like, right when they get it, like, yeah, most of their party gets killed. Basically, everybody that isn't, like, a B-list actor or above is totally dead. <laughs> um, and, you know, then they run face-to-face uh, -face with the apes, and using one of the diamonds, and this fucking Laura Linney starts slaughtering an entire species with like a laser gun. I don't know if you remember that part. I, it's in the game. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. Like there's like a first, per, like an Operation Wolf era, like level where you just start annihilating these silverbacks. Wow. <laughs> like I haven't seen this movie in forever. I played the game more recently for I, Sega Saturn. I could not believe how much of this movie I'd forgotten. Mm -hmm. And then during that, a fucking volcano erupts, which basically <laughs> burns up all the village. So anyone who didn't get like dismembered by Laura Linney falls into like lava and then they get out, they you know let the uh, gorilla go. They don't get to take any of the diamonds Ooh. with them. And what? They escape in. I'll, I'll get to okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah. The PT so, Cruiser. No, no. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> so they get out, release the alligator, and then... It, uh, alligator. Not alligator. Jesus Christ. Um, escape. <laughs> I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. They release the uh, gorilla and then escape in a fucking hot air balloon. <laughs> They have some deployable hot air balloon with them. Do they give the kid the chocolate factory at the end? What fucking movie is this? <laughs> but and I was like, you know, the number of people that died has got to be like minimum of 20. They didn't get the diamonds. They released a gorilla. <laughs> and all these people died to take this gorilla back. That's basically the only resolution Jesus to this entire Christ. thing. And then they fly off in a hot air balloon. And like the last line is like, where do you think we're going to land? And someone goes, I don't know. I hope somewhere great. Yeah, like, and then, this is after like two, two airplanes have been shot down on their way in by heat-seeking missiles, and they're escaping in a giant floating bullseye that moves like ten miles an hour. But is, is that their fucking like like DNA shaving cream to like leave it open like wherever they land deeper into the jungle? They just start Congo two from there. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. maybe. I don't know. I mean, like this movie is a great example too of like Laura Linney, who mm -hmm. we love, who's great in everything, including this. I mean, she's like a great actress. It's like I watch movies like this, and it's like. Yeah, you really just have to pay your dues in Hollywood yeah. before you get movie. to the good stuff. Who knows? And I'm sure everybody thought this is the next Jurassic Park. I'm man. sure. <laughs> yeah. Next Jurassic Park. So it's going to be. They spent their money on it. It's just the heartbreaking nature of like all monkey movies. Yeah. That that the more you, like Planet of the Apes, not a man versus ape right movie because like especially the new ones because the new ones like. It's not the, man versus ape. Well, the apes are the apes pretty... are always either escaping uh -huh. or like trying to keep humans out. The apes are never the aggressors, I and the humans are almost never the aggressors. Okay, because I just feel this like casual the war. Previews from the last couple are explicitly man versus the last ape. one. Yes, okay. The the last one for sure. But like that whole like battle sequence is the are the apes trying to escape San Francisco into Mere Woods. So they have to go across the Golden Gate Bridge, and that's where that awesome sequence comes from. I'm shocked Sam hasn't seen them. Sorry, I'm gonna get around you, boy. I will, I will, I will do it. Fucking love those, but like, the, like if you watch, 
if you watch enough documentaries and like I love one of my favorite clips on the internet is that that gorilla just coming up behind that that armed militia dude and just grabbing him by the legs and just yanking him. And he yanks him for like 20 feet and it's like, just to say, I could do this whenever I felt like it. <laughs> yeah. That's I could crazy. do this whenever I felt like it. And if you see the documentary Project Nim, I've always wanted mm-hmm. to own a monkey. Oh, but no, Project no, no, no. Nim is like, so like us, aren't they? Look at him. We put a little overalls on this chimp. <laughs> I don't throw a feces at anybody. <laughs> either, but it turns out no matter how much you domesticate them, a chimp's adolescence is fucking lethal. Yeah. It is lethal. The mistakes your kid makes, like, ah, I fucking stuck a fork in an electric socket. Like, no, this one, like, he accidentally pulled your arm out of socket. Like, it, like just as, like, his boundary testing is lethal. So, like, there's yeah. this, Project Nim is about, I think there's one or two apes that are, like, just these, they're people's babies. Mm-hmm. And then they go through this puberty, and it's like, these are monsters. You have to get them mm-hmm. out of your house. Like, these are not your... These are not your pets and they are not your friends. Yeah. This is going to really hurt you and it's going to make life real difficult for this chimp from here on out. Like, it's so fucking depressing because I want this future where I'm signing fucking being a gorilla and sitting in Denny's and we're signing our orders to people. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're okay having your arms ripped off and have someone throw <laughs> yeah. shit at you, then. I ain't yeah. using the left one. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let the gorilla sign for you because yes. you won't have arms. <laughs> God damn, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's like, a, going back to what you're saying, though, with the Planet of the Apes, with like the ape pulling the guy off and just being like, I can do this anytime you, I, like, anytime I want to. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's a good theme for like m- most of these movies. These animals can do this anytime they want to, sure. basically. Yeah, I mean, not not like, to invoke the great, uh, our, our mighty Lord Harambe, that like, they, 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 they shot him, and I, I don't want to say rightfully so, but it's just no. like, an accident. This gorilla mm-hmm. could have an accident that could kill this kid because that's how it fucking like handles other gorillas. A human, this human skeletal model can't handle a slap on the back from a gorilla, right? Right. And in the gorilla, yeah, Farabi didn't look like it was posing any harm, but the fact is, like, it doesn't matter. You could step on him, like. Jesus Christ, it's terrible. It's terrible. Well, look yeah. at Siegfried and Roy. I mean, yeah. like these cats were their best mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. and still they'll turn on you. I mean, we have cats, and there's no doubt in my mind and, well, that, that if was... they were a little bit bigger, they would murder us. Yeah. But isn't that That's... the thing with Siegfried and Roy? Like, it's it's just sort of like the gorillas in that sense, because like you only need to worry about a tiger if it wants to like eat you, or if you're endangering it in some way. Yeah, but, the, I mean, but like, yeah, but it, you have no way of knowing what they think is happening. Exactly, and so yeah. I think that what happened with, Sieg, if I'm not mistaken, the Siegfried and Roy case was like he tripped, and he's like, "Oh, my friend fell. I better pick him up by the neck with my mouth, yeah. like I would with, <laughs> with yeah. one of my kids." And that's what it did. It bit through his neck to try and help him. Yeah, also that. But I mean, it's, yeah. it's no coincidence that almost so in almost all cases, a domestic pet is much smaller than you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are people thinking with giant dogs? Yeah. Especially in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we kind of, we kind of, when we were looking for another dog, it was kind of like an understood thing. Like, I don't want a dog that I can't pick up, <laughs> like in an emergency. That I can't dominate in any <laughs> yeah. situation. Well, so, you know, we get like hurricanes and stuff too. Like, I want to be able to grab my dog and run if I need to. Yeah. Like, you, you know. You know what, what animal attack movie I've never seen? What? It's my constant shame. Hmm. The Birds. Really? Ooh, really? You haven't seen, seen that? No. I can't believe no, it, we like, didn't it, bring that up, actually, because that's yeah. a great example. But I, I've seen so much Hitchcock that for yeah. me it just seems strange that, like, what's this weird B-movie about animals attacking you have in the midst of all this, like, interpersonal horror and, and intrigue? I, I like that movie, really. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's Is been it, years it, since I've seen it, but I mean, it, it's. I, but I'm also a sucker for, like, most Hitchcock stuff. Oh, and if, we ha- if you haven't seen it, and I swear, we should, like, stop what we're doing and watch it right now. 
but go and watch the trailer for Roar. Because Roar, uh, it has Tippi Hedren in it too, who's in The Birds. Okay. And it was shot It was shot sometime in the late 70s and only like recently got a re-release through Alamo, Alamo Draft House. Shit, Tippi Hedren's husband was obsessed with lions. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, why Melanie, Melanie Griffith, Griffith had a pet lion. She had her face her torn off by the fucking lion. So this movie, Roar, is like, it's constantly people being hurt by animals. It's home alone. It's shot as a comedy, but these people trapped in a house with lions, who the director and Melanie Griffith's stepdad thinks is like, no, they're all really cool, and they love, we love them, and they love us, and like everybody is hurt. The guy who directed Speed had his scalp torn off because he was a cinematographer on the project. Whoa, it took, oh my like, god! It took like three years to film because like it was self financed. But this guy who really liked lions, Timothy Treadwell style, thought he was doing something great for the lions. And even there's the opening scene is like, nah, he's, they're really friendly, and it, like it bites through his hand in the shot, and he fucking improvs through that shit as his, as his hand is bleeding from the entire canine of a tiger going through his, oh my God, his I fucking need to hand. See this. People, like, they just get crazy with their animals. I mean, how many times have you been around somebody who's, like, dog? It's like, oh, he wouldn't hurt a fly. It's like, oh, <laughs> bite your fucking dick off. You know, oh, it's yeah. Like, it's, Paul Tompkins has a great uh, stand-up yeah, joke about that, about, like, if your friend was yelling, I'm going to murder you, would you be like, don't worry about him. He's so, he's gentle. He doesn't mean he it. Do, it's fine, yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I don't even want any pets at this point because I'm I'm just terrified about all this. Leave animals alone. Do not molest. Yes, I yes. say. <laughs> oh, real quick, going back to Cujo too. That whole bat giving the dog rabies thing, guys. Public service announcement. That's a real thing. Like bats are terrible rabies vectors. Really? Yes, and it's a real problem. This is just like my. <laughs> My public service announcement for everyone, like bats will give you rabies. And generally their mouths are so tiny, it they can bite you and you cannot feel it. No. And so we've actually, we had a case here in Florida where someone died of rabies, which is very rare because usually people catch it in time. But because a rabid bat bit, that, there was a sick bat in their yard. Mm-hmm. They like picked it up, like put it in a bucket. They were like, oh, we'll take it to the vet or whatever. And bit everybody while they said that. Well, you bit a little kid who was told, don't play with this bat. And the kid played with the bat anyways. It bit this little kid and the kid ended up dying of rabies. And a rabies death is a bad death. But anyways, one of the things they tell you is that if you sleep with your windows open and you wake up and there's a bat in your room, you just need to go to the hospital and get your rabies vaccine like as soon as you can. Yeah. Because There's no like great outdoors hilarious sequence where we hit it with brooms. I mean, you no, can save th- that until after you get your shots because the, yeah. it's bad. The thing is, if you have like rabies symptoms, mm-hmm. then it's basically too it's late. It's too late. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Really? Yeah. So yes. if you start doing any of the mouth foaming or any of that shit, then you're probably going to die anyway. The, I mean, like, just like with a lot of things, the further away from your brain that you get bit, the better and the more time you have. Oh, but... thank God. I can cut my torso off and it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, happen exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sorry, sorry to bring it down a bit, but rabies is no joke and it's something that no, we I talked about. Like we need to talk about why not to molest gators. We <laughs> talked about you shouldn't own a monkey and you shouldn't so, play with bats. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. play, especially Billy Bats. He, <laughs> he's a big guy. Oh, yeah. You don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't mess Careful. around with Billy Bats. Careful. Yeah. I should invoke Goodfellas in this, but I'm sure there are other animal attack movies we miss. I, my recommendations are A Roar and Day of the Animals. I just I just remembered Snakes on a Plane. Watch your step. Oh, damn. And snakes oh, are damn. the only ones that I'm actually afraid of because having walked around Florida, I've just like been walking around in fucking Tevas like a douchebag <laughs> sometime in the 90s and like I just step, 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 la di da di da di da di da and then massive squiggle underneath my foot and I stand <laughs> up and like, ah! <laughs> Wiggles away, and it's almost always like a black racer, an innocuous uh, snake. But they're fucking like 
the coral snake around here, which is one of the most toxic snakes in the world. Yeah. That it, no, it is terrible like, because they're, I think, running out of um, antidote for coral snake. It's a very what special one. So I think, like, if, if it gets that low, they First have to. you get yeah. the antidote, then you get the power. <laughs> well, I think it's like, it's it's so rare that it's not profitable to, to produce it. So I think oh. they have to, like, just intubate you and let you, like, ride it out and, like, not die. Or <laughs> Freeze oh your God. body like yeah. Walt Disney until yeah. they find they a can't cure. You just go into our backyard and grab one and oh make the God. antidote. Yeah. Like, come on. We can reverse engineer well, it. We also have water moccasins, too. This is another reason why I won't go in a body of water in Florida. That's yeah. not the Gulf. Few things scarier I've seen than how fast a snake can move across oh the top of the water. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's fucking terrifying. Chills. Yeah. Yeah. It's just this weird S shape moving at you like a thousand miles yes, an hour. Yes, I cannot stand it. But um, yeah, I've even, I was walking the dog the other day and the, she didn't even realize she almost stepped on a snake. I had to like have her hit the brakes basically. Cause you, yeah. you, we were yelling about how like my parents live in a neighborhood named after hawks and I finally saw it like come down and grab a squirrel. I'm like, that was vicious. Like, yeah. And yeah. you were like, yeah, my dog is kind of in jeopardy of fucking hawks. Like, they get picked up in this neighborhood. Why did we move here? Yeah. <laughs> Why do people settle here? No but, income tax. <laughs> Zika, dead pets, all good. Yeah. All good. I have seen a hawk pick up a snake, and it's very refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like something's right with the world. Yeah. The right person won that. That one, one makes sense, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, All right. Let us know what you missed. LaserDimePodcast.com. Do um, you think Congo is still worth watching? Yeah. Yeah, if you got, you know, I wouldn't spend any money on it, but, you know. <laughs> I think Lake Placid is definitely worth watching. Sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's, I've never seen that. It's a fun one. I've never seen that, even though we talked about it. 30 2010, the show that Sarah's on with us. There are plenty more laser times out there. Fucking horrific topics that are a little more horrific <laughs> yeah. than this. This is actually informative, though. We're talking right. talk we about animals. We about rabies today. Yeah, I had no idea about rabies. What do you say? If you if you have symptoms of it, you that's got it. Yeah, so that's why if you it's just haven't... It's basically too late. Yeah, if you have a bad interaction, just go to the doctor. Yeah. You hear that, yeah. people? That's, that's worth the Patreon I hope I saved donation. some lives today. <laughs> Patreon.com slash laser time. You can hear a lot more of Sarah and Sam on that. They've been on it a bunch. It's the the uh, show we do every week for people who support us. We do thank you so much for that. Patreon.com slash State of Time. Over 100 movie commentaries over there. Exclusive videos, a weekly podcast. That's how we, how much we want to thank everyone who supports us. Uh, and thank you guys so much. Uh, we will be back next week with a brand new topic. See you then. Bye. Bye, guys. See the shadow of the eagle in the sunrise. Hear the music of the children in the moonrise. Feel the power of the lion when he roars like thunder. Calling, whose land is this? This is my land. In Chilali. Whoa, whoa, whose land is this? This is my land.